0: are the ones who don't know what we're fighting for. Give us a gun and send us all off to From a badge so they can send us to the moon.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest episode of I'm No Joe, your home for all things combat sports, and the place where every armchair quarterback can feel it and drop. The views and opinions presented on the I'm No Joe channel belong solely to the person expressing them. no one else. If we say it, then we meant it. That being said... This show does contain adult themes, adult content, and general shit that you shouldn't be letting your kids intake. Be advised. Viewer discretion is recommended. Proceed at your own risk. You've been warned. You know where you are. You know what we do. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of appropriate ages, to the latest episode of the I'm No Joe podcast, the show where every armchair quarterback can feel like Eddie Bravo. Today, as like most days, I've got a glorious panel here with me to break down the shit talking and get into the shenaniganry that reeks across the fight world, leading into the UFC once again, skipping that stone across the pond and taking us over to jolly old London for a card. But before we get into all that fuckery, first and foremost, gentlemen, how the fuck you doing over there?
2: Tired as fuck, but loving life.
1: Living the dream, eh? Yes,
2: yes indeed.
1: We got another
3: fucking paid per view this weekend, so it's not gonna complain. And we still got one more to look forward to and fucking oh no, wait a minute. This is the last pay-per-view of March. My apologies. No, yeah, we have last, one more. Last one in
1: March. Last yeah. one in March, but we've got another one for the first weekend in April. That's why yeah, the this, description we are two weeks fucking paid per view thing is Yeah, we're 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 right pay-per-view. now we're in the meat of this pay-per-view Dagwood sandwich the UFC is putting on for the end of the first quarter. <laughs> oh not the most stacked pay-per-view, but
3: pretty solid overall. So I'll take it. It's better than the some of the fight nights that we've been getting lately. By better a eye. <laughs> Not to mention anything that's gonna happen in the O2 arena is gonna be fantastic. Cause those boys in the O2 arena, it's one of the few times to actually listen to the fight
1: because you can hear the crowd there. And the crowd there is fucking phenomenal right that and it's one of the few arenas that the UFC goes to that can actually get i i would say as hyped up if not even maybe more hyped up by the folks in the crowd than they can by in the cage, like especially if a certain couple of uh scousers happen to show up at the arena, even though neither of them are on the card. I'm fairly certain they could get that building fucking rocking this weekend. Oh, Teed, bottle of Howlerhead, run around the ring. We've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> eh, that one's on repeat, right. Oh, but uh, that being said, uh, as we'd like to do to kick things off around here, we are going to get into some news and recent events, interesting little tidbits and fight announcements that have trickled down the pipeline since we saw you fine folks last Um, As we said before, I'll remind you again Just in case you haven't heard uh, We are not doing recap shows this season Instead, when interesting shit happens During the fight against We are throwing up live short videos with Little reactions Most of the time we get, you know Some type of a a replay with the TV Or something behind us Or we talk about what the fuck it was That just happened in the moment And I feel like that's a little bit better Than, uh, you know, a recap show Trying to put everything together You get the -the in-the-moment reactions Those seem to be getting fairly well reacted to on the tube so thanks again to everybody who is checking those out uh that being said though as has been the case the last couple of weeks the top story that i do need to get into real quick actually pertains to the fights that went on last weekend um first and foremost uh respect where respect is due um after the loss to usman Nurmagomedov last weekend Benson Henderson laid the gloves down and officially called it a career. He said that when his wife went pro that as soon as he lost his first fight, that that was going to be it, that he was going to hang it up so that he could help focus completely on her career. Like she's done for his, for so many years. And luckily for him, that loss just happened to come in a fucking title fight. So, you know, there are way worse ways to go again. Hats off to a fucking legend that helped make this sport what it is. State showtime kick. Uh, But, you know, pioneer of the sport as he was, uh, he will absolutely be missed by most MMA fans in Anthony Pettis' wallet. Um, That being said, Benson had a fucking story career across multiple Organizations across multiple weight classes, and in all reality, I absolutely do wish him one hundred percent the best. And I think all of us do here want to see him absolutely nothing but the best. Now that he has decided to put those gloves down and and just focus on the next step of his life. So, thank you, Ben Benson, to all the years and the great fucking fights. We wish to see nothing but the best for me, sir. Oh, okay. That being said, now we got to get into it um (laughs) we we had a good run Uh, i'll just say it we had a real good run there where we had just fight nights and fight nights and pay-per-views just rolling so fucking smooth everybody would show up everybody would make weight fairly early the fucking weigh-ins would go off without a hitch we'd get cool face offs sometimes you know they're having fun they're making light of it nobody's really seeming to struggle too much And then we get into one of these weeks where they had several people who missed weight and had to come back and weigh in again. And I I will say uh, there is an asterisk next to one of these. It's not an excusable, but there is an asterisk next to one of these. Uh, um, Mr. Gooden came in last week, having taken a fight on literally 36 hours notice as a last minute secondary replacement, uh, and, and he did miss weight by seven fucking pounds. So like I said, and it's not excusable. Um, it's not something we generally look over. I will say having literally taken the fight on a day and change notice will make it a bit tough, especially if you're clearly cutting that much fucking weight maybe you shouldn't have taken the fight but he did go on to get his ass beat in a very long grueling decision against Carlton Harris so hopefully he learned his lesson there but the big one the one that really screwed the pooch and fucked the entire card and a lot of folks in the process last week was one fucking Ricardo Ramos who not only knowingly showed up way the fuck off weight to such an extent that in his attempt to quote unquote make weight he stepped on the scale a full nine fucking pounds over weighing in effectively in the next weight class up but unabashedly so to the extent that the commission instantly went (laughs) no and canceled the entire fucking fight forcing the UFC at the last minute to scramble every goddamn thing and throw everything into the fucking blender again. So thank you, Ricardo Hamos, for fucking the whole event up that could have just kicked right off and been such a fucking smooth evening. But no, we can't have nice things because sometimes some asshole always trying to ice skate uphill. Motherfucker. Um, I, I almost wish the commission as fucked up as it is would have let them make that a catch weight fight and just taking it as a fucking 154 pound fight. And, you know, given his opponent an hour to go eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> Cause I, I feel like getting his ass beat and losing that show money and that 30% would have been more of a fucking price to pay than getting his whole fight canceled and just being like you fucking asshole. And now they're going to move on. But I'm a sadistic prick like that. So that being said, um, we've got an interesting announcement here. One that uh, a lot of us have been waiting for. It is finally confirmed uh, on one of the Bellator Hawaii cards taking place. April 22nd, Ray Borg will officially make his Bellator debut and they're going to throw him against who they have seeming to throw a lot of the UFC crossovers against Kiyoti Horiguchi. Um, Interesting matchup, and if it goes the way that uh one Sergio Pettis and then Hathion Stasmos recently went, uh, it could be a very good sign because Ray Borg is a very capable fighter and could make this very, very interesting. So I'm going to be definitely tuned in to his debut on that Bellator Hawaii card for damn sure. Um ufc new jersey as it is now going to be known taking place in newark new jersey may 6th got a very interesting fight added to it this week matt frivola stepping back in the steamroller taking on drew dober That's going to be a pretty fucking cool matchup in my opinion. Very interesting stylistic matchup. Not to mention you got a short ice cream cone shaped motherfucker and then a wacky inflatable flating tube arm guy that's seven foot five and somehow still makes the fucking weight. So it's going to be fun to fucking watch. I'm telling you right now that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, That being said, June 3rd at, as the UFC does so often lately, a location TBD uh, we are getting the reemergence of Amir Al-Bazi stepping in against Kayakara France. Uh, hopefully, KKF gets his shit together, pushes al shit in, and gets himself back into the goddamn title conversation sooner rather than later here. Um uh, that being said. Uh, We got official confirmation just this afternoon that taking place October 21st will be UFC 294 in Abu Dhabi. Once again, they are going back to the Middle East, doing it in October, which means we might get an outdoor fight. I might get an evening outdoor fight like they originally tried to do. That's the reason they were going there in October after all, so could be could be an interesting one we might get our fucking beachfront combat yet fingers fucking crossed i'm not giving up on that dream god damn it mortal Kombat will be one day but at least we know we're going back to abu dhabi in october so and it's october 21st so it's the end of the month better chances they fucking crossed um but that being said uh on to some much happier fucking news this week we don't get To report or talk about this kind of an ending and this kind of a story very often. So, when we do, you can bet your sweet Bibby, I am going to take a sweet fucking minute here and talk about it because we got confirmation this week, boys and girls, that one Mike Swick has officially beaten stage four lymphoma, 100% verified. Fucking cleared. That man be fucking cancer. And that's a goddamn story worth talking about if ever there fucking was one. Glad to fucking hear Mike Swick back and kicking ass and taking names. Fuck cancer. Team Mike Swick, goddammit. (sighs) On the other side of that. Gotta make it a, a turd sandwich here. You can't have the good without the bad, at least appreciation-wise. Um, to the surprise of not many that were actually watching, we got official confirmation this week. Alistair Overeem has officially been suspended for one year for doping in his fight against Badr Hari, and will now officially have that win overturned into a no contest. Uh, I'm not even going to encourage you all to go back and rewatch that fight. All I'm going to say is go watch the opening 10 seconds. Just watch them walk into the ring and the announcements. And if you can look at Overeem in that setting and tell me you think he's clean, I have got a bridge in Arizona you're going to love to buy. It's oceanfront and beautiful. That being said, I really don't know if we're going to see Oareem back in any kind of acknowledgeably respectable cage or ring anytime soon. Uh, that might have very well been the last hurrah of what could have been Uber
3: 2.0. Oh, he was working on becoming Uber 2.0, but he just got
1: caught. Yeah, they, they caught him in the process because holy shit. Um yeah, that man looked redonk. Excuse me. Um, but um we got I I'll go ahead and call it a, a pair of, of good ones here to to roll out with. Um, The first one uh, is if we needed more of a reason to laugh at and openly fucking mock the quote unquote power slap league that Dana White has forced onto the fucking MMA world, despite everyone telling him no one wants it. Uh, we got a pair of announcements about that bullshit this week that both made me fucking giggle. Uh, The first one, it is officially no longer, excuse me, Power Slap itself is officially no longer airing and will never air again on TBS. They have lost that television contract, and TBS has said they have no interest in renewing it. Uh, The other half is that they have now officially been caught botching the numbers they are officially trying to use ufc social media numbers to help boost the ratings of the power slap league and were called out on it on by some folks who do actual number scouting for things like that and the math didn't fucking math until they added in the extra bullshit and then all of a sudden all the dots lined up so Uh, Dana has been slowly but surely getting called out on that by the few folks who are actually willing to say something about his bullshit, even though there's only a couple of those folks left. Um, That being said, though, on the other side of that predictably stupid bullshit, uh, we did get an interesting note here. As of Tuesday of this week, Conor McGregor has now officially entered the top 50 highest paid athletes of all time lists. Uh, And seeing as how he is currently active right now with no seeming signs of slowing down or stopping, saying that he wants two fights this year, bare minimum. Uh, that number is only going to continue to grow as he keeps chipping away at those fucking numbers. So you can hate him all you fucking want, but God damn it, if Conor McGregor does not know how to fucking print money, and he's doing the damn thing, so Dude. tip of the fucking cap on St. Patty's Day to that rich Irish motherfucker.
3: Me, <laughs> generational
1: wealth. No doubt, man. That kid's grandkids are going to have little fucking Lamborghini yachts towed behind his kid's Lamborghini yachts. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. So good for fucking Connor. And like I said, he's still active. So those numbers are only going to continue to fucking grow. So keep on fucking rocking in the free world as it were. Uh, Unfortunately, the last thing I've got for news this week is the last thing that I have had every week and will unfortunately continue to have every week until someone in the real world decides that they are going to actually do something about this. We have gone yet again one more week where Dana White has still seen zero repercussions for slapping his wife in Cabo San Lucas over New Year's. And no, Dana, having to live with the knowledge that you did, that is not fucking punishment enough. So, unfortunately, once again, we have to end the news segment with that piece of shit getting the spotlight for all the wrong fucking reasons. So, fuck you, Dana, eat shit, accept responsibility, and have real fucking punishment. That being said, uh, either you gentlemen have anything that I might have missed this week in the news segments.
3: No, you caught all the major ones I would have spoken about. Yeah, I mean, that's it,
2: man. Nothing else on my end. It's been a slow week.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a little bit of a slow week as well. I agree. So, uh, that being said, um Some of us have been watching MMA for a long time. And when you get to be a bit of an old fart, like some of us are, uh, you kind of get set in your ways a little bit, and it can be a little bit of a blinder that develops in how you watch, what you watch, and who you watch. And unfortunately, when you lose the forest for the trees, as it were, sometimes you lose sight of those new up-and-coming fighters until it's almost too late to jump on the bandwagon and enjoy their careers. Luckily for us, though and crotchety old fucks that we are, we still know some feisty young folk that keep in touch with the up-and-comers and and help our old asses stay in line with all the new up-and-comers in a segment that we like to refer to as Slows, Cans, and Contenders. If you would, sir.
2: Alright. So, I've got a few contenders I'm going to throw out this week and give my cans and then ask you guys for yours. The contenders... Just, you know, I, mean, I know there's, there's some personal aspects to this, but she can be a contender. So, Julia Miller. We'll, we'll see how she does in her debut, right? But the real contenders here, you know, I like both of the Duncans. We got Christian Leroy Duncan, 7-0, and finished six of his seven fights. It fought every one of them on Cage Warriors. It looks fantastic, young guy. And then you also got the other, Chris Duncan, from fucking Scotland, who's been on the Contender Series twice, got knocked out by Boris but then uh, gets back on there and knocks out Charlie Campbell. So we'll see how he does in his debut. Excited to see both of them make their debut this weekend. And then I got Lerone Murphy. You know, an un, un, undefeated guy. He's fighting, you know, like late, a late-notice prospect, Gabriel Santos, 10-0. and 0. So another young guy that's undefeated, got some finishing potential. So we'll see. You know, Leroy Murphy should run through him just because of the inexperience, whether he's got the potential or not. That's how I look at it. If he does, then he's the true contender. You know, he just you do what you should do. Do the damn thing, as they say, right? You also got, like, Jack Shore and some other others out there, but I didn't necessarily throw Jack Shore into my list this week because of his loss to Ricky Simone. I don't know how much of a contender he'll really be, even though he could be a good fighter. Fun to watch, perhaps, but... This week's Cans, we're throwing Jai Herbert in there. Yeah, I just feel like he, he he's going to get knocked out again. And the guy's been pretty awful as of late. I don't think he's been two. He's two and three in the UFC. I can't even remember his two wins. They must not have been very good because they're damn sure not memorable. So I'm throwing them in the can category this week. I think he's taking another loss here. they got uh, Mark Mark i throwing him in the can spot. 17 and 8 is a record as a professional. And uh, he's going to get his ass beat by Jack Shore. Even though I said he's not much of a contender uh, after losing to Ricky Simone, Still think Jack Shore's got some talent and he's still young, so he can get better. And Armaquani is definitely not a very good fighter. He's getting older. I think Jack Shore's definitely going to piece him up and that'll be fun. Just adding to the fucking shit pile of Maquan Armaquani. And then you got Veronica Hardy. I had to throw that out there because apparently she changed her last name because she got married to Dan Hardy. With Veronica Masado, and I had to throw her on it with fucking six and four with one draw, and uh, probably gonna make a, a chick that's only fought a few times as a professional actually look good, which is gonna be hilarious. They're actually going to make me look like I'm smart or some shit for putting Juliana Miller in my contender spot. So, I'll throw it on to you guys. You got any contenders or cans for this weekend?
3: My biggest can on the card in my pick right now is Joanne Wood. She had a good run when she first came into the UFC. Had a few little bumps for a while, but she's got decimated in her last three fights just absolutely dog walked and looks like shit she's a fucking can at this point um how you lose three in a row and still continue to stay with the ufc i don't know other than they keep wanting to have something to build people off so want carolina gonna get a freebie this week <laughs> that's all there is to that oh um I am in favor of Jack Shore. I think he's got a lot of potential, albeit he did. You're correct. He did take an L, but the power of the mullet. We talk about it all the time. It's, it's fucking real.
2: He didn't have the mullet at that time,
3: though. He, he's is. got the power even when he doesn't have
2: the goddamn mullet.
3: You, look, he had the. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. He realized because he did take a fucking L without having that mullet. Then as soon as he grew that mullet back, bad motherfucker came back. That's all I'm saying. Thinking, Jack Shore caught the offhand there going, oh, fuck, I need to grow the mullet back. (laughs) Telling you. I think Jack Shore does show some potential, so I would put him in the contender spot. And what we've seen out of and Mirkani lately, not hard to think that he's going to get an easy pass there. Mr. Finland, uh, Mr. Sorry
1: dude. No, I I I completely agree. Um I two things. One, I think Jack Shore moving up to 45 is a good move because as good as we saw his potential at 35, I think cutting less weight is always a better option for fighters who are significantly clearly cutting weight cuz Shore's not a small guy. So for him to be making 35 and performing like that, Had to have been difficult. So I think going to 45 is the right move for him. Uh, Amir Khan is definitely on his fucking way down. That dude literally, I think, just peaked at the right moment. Um, And that's why he was what he was in the time that he had. But the other thing that I will say in regards to RE, the power of the mullet, despite having shaved the head, Uh, Goku only had to tap into the power of the gods one time by having the power put into him to be able to undo and tap into that power on his own going forward. So I believe those that have fully embraced the power of the mullet can residually tap into said power despite having chopped the Samsonite locks, if need be, and the connection is strong enough. And I think, Ricky, of all people... He is one with the mullet, and the mullet is one with him. Beautifully spoken. <laughs> uh, no, I I agree. Um, I I was actually considering making uh Maquan my fucking can, but I think I will say my can for this week is going to be Brian Barberina I don't understand how that motherfucker is still in the UFC, let alone got a camera crew to follow him around for embedded. Like anyone really gives a shit. Um, That dude is one mediocre fucking decision loss away from getting walking papers. So how they got him on embedded, I don't fucking get Um, the other side of that though. My contender of the week that I don't hear anybody fucking talking about anywhere for some fucking reason Mohamed Mokhaev is from the UK and fighting in the O2 arena this weekend. Are you fucking kidding me? That dude's going to hurt this fucking young guy, man. He's going to hurt this fucking can. They're throwing it at him. Just, It's going to be bad, dude. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah,
2: the dude. only reason I didn't throw him in the contender spot is because how they're going about him. They're slow rolling, slow rolling man, his they ass. They really are, yeah. Like, he should already be getting somebody at least near the rankings, if not he, at least somebody that's a veteran and has experience and has fought in the UFC multiple times instead of somebody making their debut. That's pretty much all they've been giving him, aside from Malcolm Gordon at the end of last year.
1: If Mick like Maynard had genuine plans... balls... Or if Mick Maynard's balls know. were not locked in a case behind a glass door with a little fucking hammer in front of it, if Mick Maynard's balls were actually functional, we would see Muhammad Mukai versus Ilya Taporia. They but have gotten an altercation alter backstage four spot. times now. Like, I that I fight should true, be made. Like-
2: how yeah. slow rolling they are going about okay. they're they're overly he can't strong. be a contender right now because he has no shot at cracking the rankings because he's fighting
3: back. nothing here's the problem he's just fighting bodies right now he's the not they have him fucking ranked and they keep giving him unranked guys they have him sitting number 12 in the flyweight division
1: Right, and keep throwing him nobodies. Yeah, he's throwing
3: him nobodies. So of course he's not. I mean, just ahead of him, you can put him against Tim Elliott, David Dvorak Manel Cape, Matt Schnell. There's a list of five solid fighters that are worth his while to give him Any a shot at. And yeah, if you're yeah. gonna make him fight down, you've got majority, um, fucking Bruno Silva, and what's his fucking Tagir. I forget what the fuck his last name is. But you've right. got a couple guys just below him in the rankings as well.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they keep throwing nobodies at him. Like, he's fucking proof that he's capable as shit, and he's ready to fucking go. But, you know, slow roller is gonna slow roll, apparently. Fucking Nick Maynard. All
2: right, that's it for us, though.
1: Appreciate it. Right on. Much appreciated, sir. So... That will bring us to the portion of the evening where a segment requires its own separate disclaimer here. Tapology.com does not in any way, shape, or form endorse, sponsor, or support the I'm No Joe podcast yet. That being said, Tapology.com does offer a service where you can make a free account and make picks on the fights that we talk about just like we do here and they allow you to make groups for people to make picks with we have made just one of those type of groups open to the public of course it's called i'm no bookie all one word or group 965 however you need to find it free to the public apply to come on in we will accept it you are more than welcome to make your picks head to head against all of us in a segment we do recapping all that fun called tapology with tj all
3: right boys we got a fucking wild week for you last week let me tell you what i'm gonna start with picking a fight by picking a fight i'm talking about with my neighbor and his wife. I want them to fight each other because this shit is fucking grand. Don and Donna have both joined our group and the results have spoken for themselves. Don has fallen off the fucking bike, bad, looks like he got hit by a car, and Donna comes through, sweeps up the pieces, and shits him right back out again. She is whipping his ass day in and day out. She got me by ten points this week. I barely outlasted her last week. She's fucking on a roll. I can't wait to see what happened. Now I know where Don was getting all of his inside information from. It was from his wife. Now she ain't giving it up, though, because she wants to whip his ass. We're gonna make that public. up. Uh, But um, we're going to start at the bottom this week because I've got a special um, thing for the uh, nice final uh, winner this week. Um, So our trip over the dick award is actually going to Christian. Christian tripped over his dick this week with a solid 400 points. And Don, not far behind him, 415. Now, with that being said, both of those boys, over 500 on the night can't be mad about that, both well over 500, so you're good there. Nobody in our group was below 500 picks. Oh, um brings us back up to the top. Hey, you got myself, Donna, beating me by 10 points, taking the second spot with eight correct picks, 530 points. Now, little drum roll. Top spot goes to the meter. In our group. 12 of 13 correct. 730 points. Had Petriyan not tripped over his dick and looked like shit. Well, actually, I can't even say that. I Let me say, had Mirab not looking so fucking great. Right. He would have been 13-13. But it doesn't stop there. He took the number one overall in all of topology. There were over five thousand people who did picks last week. Number one spot. I'm just saying. I think it's time that Tapology start looking at us seriously, and you know, possibly a little endorsement. I'm not saying anything big. I'm just saying, hey, shoot us, shoot us fifty every week. You know, we'll keep we'll keep pushing it over. You know. Whatever, so not 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 anything spectacular. I'm not asking for thousands of dollars. I'm just I'm just saying, call me. You know, call us. We're here for it. We're gonna keep pushing this. Don't forget, every week, you too can make picks. You can join our group. Picks. You have up to an hour before the events kick off that you can get your picks in. So. If you're having a rough one, shit happens. If you forget, shit happens. Understand, been there, done that. I've done it on more than one occasion. There's been times where I've just chose not to fucking pick. And I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret here. I went back and did some research for just such an occasion. Every time that I have missed a week or chose not to pick, that following week, I come back and take the top spot. I'm just saying, there's some fishy shit. Maybe sometimes all you need is that little refresher of the brain to come back and then whip fucking ass. Just saying, the results speak for themselves, at least in my case. That's all I'm saying. But yes, please come join our group. Um, That's the tapology slash groups slash 965 or look up the I'm No Bookie group. You can find it either way. Um, Come join us next week. We'll add us in. Shoot us your information so we know who to call out. Don't forget, get those pics in, boys and girls. Just saying. Donna, drag Don through the mud this week again for me. I appreciate it. See you on Saturday, Don. <laughs> now, um, that's going to bring us into this week. We've got a, well, I'll say a, medi- I will say a I will not say a, yeah, we're going to call it a mediocre um, pay-per-view. It's not, it's not bad, but it's not great. And ironically enough, the odds kind of look that way too. Most everything across the board is between your 50 50s to 200s plus and minus on either side. I'm not going to cover any of those this week. That includes the main event, which is a plus 205 underdog to the champ currently and a minus 245 to Kamara uzman coming in as the challenger. So those ones we're not going to cover. I'm only going to cover a couple of them this week just to kind of keep this moving along here. Um, the biggest odds on the card right now, Muhammad Makaev and Felina Filo. mokaev they've got coming in at minus 800 to minus 900, depending on where you're looking at. Some places I've seen it as high 1,000 favorite. And they've got Hafez coming in at a plus 550 to plus 600, depending on where you're looking at as an underdog. Largest gap on the card. Now, um, there are a couple other ones that are on here that have some wider um, gaps. So these ones might be worth betting the underdogs on. I don't think the Mokai one is a good one to bet the underdog. You're going to lose some fucking money there. Um, But um, Malcolm Gordon and Jake Hadley. They've got uh, Malcolm Gordon coming in as a plus 325 underdog. And Jake Hadley as a minus 450 favorite. Seems a little wide to me. Just saying, might be one you might want to look into um, betting on the underdog there. Oh, um, your other one here um was ironically enough uh talked about in Kansas Tenders earlier there. Um, Juliana Miller and Veronica um Macedo fucking Hardy, whatever the fuck she's gonna go by. Um, they've got Miller as a minus four fifty. Man, they've got Veronica as a plus 340. Seemed a little wider than I think it should be. But, you know, they're both relatively new. But we know um, Veronica hasn't had very many fights. And Juliana doesn't look quite bad so far. So um, it's one you could possibly bet the underdog and win some money. And then there's one last notable one I did want to notate on here. And that is the Jack Sharp. And Maquan, Amir Khani fight. They've got Jack Shore as a minus 550 favorite. Mr. Finland coming in at a plus 390 underdog. So one's there. You could bet Quan if you wanted to, but uh, I'm just saying, don't put the fucking cart before the horse. Never works out well. Yeah, those are your um those are your big odds relatively everyone else on the card. Relative coin flips, but those are your big ones to take a look at. And good luck on your picks this week. We'll see you um uh, next week, Thursday, with locked in picks and see who's gonna get that uh trip over your dick award. See if uh, Christian can hand that off to somebody like he's in a fucking relay race. Run that dongle right behind you, sir. Run it behind you.
1: Good shit, good shit. Thank you very much, sir. Much appreciated. Uh, so, that being said, uh, that will bring us to the point in the show where the heehees and the ha-ha's start to slow the fuck down just a little bit, and the happy-go-lucky fun-time atmosphere dials the fuck back just a notch. This, boys and girls, is the moment that if you're watching live on YouTube, you will know by the terrifying gif that has rolled across your screen to let you know that this is the point in the show where things stop being friendly and get a little feisty, where the competitive side come out in a thing that we like to call the pit. This... Is the evening some of you have been begging, pleading, and chomping at the bit to get a hold of Vindog, the booty hog himself, flying solo, flapping those wings, taking off out of the nest, taking on his first solo match in a man that... Most generally doesn't need an introduction. All you need to know when it's time for this man to get down is the sound to let you know that he is coming. Ooh,
3: the weight is unbearable. I'm shaking. He's peeing. They shoot with this hand. There he is. The suspense is fucking killing me. Doo-doo. I had to go potty.
1: <laughs> he was refilling his flower.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, how goes it, sir? Hold on.
0: Dun-dun. This is fuck clowns.
4: <laughs>
0: Look, I got notes again, dude.
4: Oh, shit.
0: I read the
1: I read the funny pages before I got here. <laughs> good <laughs> shit, good shit. Vinny, are you ready over there?
4: Yep.
1: All righty.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: <laughs> so Mr. Clown Puncher, since it has been the longest since you have been on the show, we are going to let you kick things off here. Starting out, as we like to do around here when we get into the pit, first and foremost, every card we watch, every single weekend, there is always one fight that doesn't get the love it deserves. One fight that when it comes on, you need everyone in earshot to understand that this is the one they need to be watching. A fight that we like to call the oh, Fight of the Evening. So for you, sir, which fight is the one that everyone needs to be watching this weekend? Oh, it's me. <laughs> <Woo. Yep.
0: laughs> oh, one second. Let me get prepared here. There we go. All right, well, uh, t- Oh, Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So, the fight to watch. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. There's so many fights, you know. I skim through them, you know, in the funny pages. Let's go. Uh, who's fighting? Uh, Maquan or whatever. That's I don't know how to pronounce that. Is that right? Maquan, I'm your Connie. I mean, I kind of don't care if it's right, because it sounds cool, like McQuan, He's fighting Shore, right? Yeah. I, I say that's the fight of the night, right, there. You know, Shore was a fun guy back then. He's coming up in class, right? So, let's see what it says in my notes. Bozo, Cookie, oh, wrong page, sorry, hold on. We're gonna go with that fight, Shore and Maquan. Nice. Nice.
1: Ooh. Good answer. Good answer. Oh, I can definitely up for the clones somewhere. <laughs> I can definitely agree. that Jack Shore moving up is, is definitely gonna be a fun fight, and it's really getting kind of overshadowed by some of the other fights on the card for sure. So that'll bring us back across the octagon as it were Mr Winnie on every card every weekend one fight ultimately just doesn't get the shine it should be getting and everyone around you needs to know that's the fight that they should be watching so for you sir this weekend which one would you call the hey Ma, get in here fight for you <clears throat> Oh, I
4: kind of kind of took my answer. I had that down as one of them, but I had a backup. As I, I I'm, he's one of my favorites, just to, just in the sense that I want to see him uh, not get a knockout just like he did in the contender series. Chris Duncan is going to be the shocking best fight of the night.
1: But which Chris Duncan?
4: The Scottish one. <laughs> <laughs> not,
2: not Duncan versus Dora, which that's your other head
1: fight. You gotta quit pulling his string when you're trying to talk. He was going over you. I could
0: and hear him. It's all good.
1: All right. The people's camp is always down. All right. So we've got the Scottish Chris Duncan here versus Shore versus Amir Kwani. Golf T, what do you think?
3: If it's me, I think I'm more interested in the Chris Duncan fight than I am the Amir Kwani. Because look, I I said it earlier in the show. Kwani is on his way down. And I think that's just a chance for Jack Short to style, which don't get me wrong, that's fucking exciting to watch somebody be able to style on somebody. But, you know, if I'm looking for what's gonna be a little more of an exciting fight, I'm going the Chris Duncan route.
1: I could definitely agree with that. Uh, As excited as I am to see Jack Short not have to cut that weight and potentially put Mr. Finland on his fucking ass. Uh, I, I will say that the possibility of another Scott Scotsman in the UFC kicking ass and taking names is, is always potentially fun as shit. Um, uh, so for that, we are going to give round one to Vinny. Well played, multi jump. All That's right,
0: booty haul.
1: <laughs> so for round two. We flip things around here. So, Vinny, you'll get this one first, as we like to do around here. We'll flip that proverbial question coin as well. So every weekend, every card, if one of them always is not getting the shine it deserves, that inevitably means there is one fight that people just will not shut the fuck up about, but it has no reason to be talked about. This is the fight that everybody should go reload your dabs, drop the deuce in the pool, you know, crank one out if you need to, give your old lady the good what for, whatever floats your boat, the overhyped fight of the weekend if you will so which fight for you is the one that people are talking about for no damn good reason
4: well <laughs> it might be a little bit of a low-hanging fruit but uh, Joanne wood and what's her name mm-hmm. blue Col- Carolina oh why, why is it on the main card I don't think it should be as high as it is on the on this card mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I can definitely get behind that as well. I understand. Uh, I'm not really sure why that why it's on the pay per view, but uh, why it's that highly placed to begin with, I agree. I definitely something that. Uh, awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I I agree. I I think it's definitely a little little fuckery afoot. <laughs>
0: So, he said a fuckery foot. That's a little foot.
1: So, that'll bring us back across the octagon, as it were, here, to Mr. Clown Puncher. So, Mr. Clown Puncher, every weekend, inevitably, if there is one fight that nobody is talking about, that means there is one fight that everyone is talking about, and they don't need to be. The fight where you can get up, get your seventh inning stretch in, refill your drinks, or what have you. So... For you sir, what is your overhyped fight of the weekend?
0: What's the first fight of the night?
1: Miller versus Hardy Macedo.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. Those are two uh, female fighters, right? Yep. Look how my lips look in my mask. You think I should get them done? Sorry. Um, side note. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that I'm also gonna go to one, you know, fight. I'm not like bashing or nothing, but I mean, both of those chicks suck. Sorry, women suck. So just like, I mean, they could just start it five minutes later, and we'll be good. But I'm gonna go with with the first fight, Macedo and Millie. But well, yeah, but look at that. That's incredible.
1: On <laughs> uh, Kardashian over here,
0: all of a sudden. I know. I could do the I could do the duck lips, dude. Like it's night early two thousand
1: selfie. <laughs> I hope somebody clips that. <laughs> <laughs> that being said uh no i I absolutely agree i i this is another one of those fights like i i don't know why it needs to be on the pay-per-view uh let alone why are they open like what about this matchup makes them think that it's the one to open a pay-per-view card man i i don't know golf t what do you think on this one to be honest both
3: sets of those fights are wrong as shit. Right? To be honest, I think they're both hot garbage. So I can go either way with either one of them. But I am inclined to wonder why um, either one of them are sitting on the on a pay-per-view card. Don't get me wrong. I'm kind of glad they did it for this reason. We don't have to watch them on a fucking hangover card as possibly being on the main card of fucking UFC Fight Night. So kind Great. of toss awesome. But yeah I I go either way with both of those. both of those are fucking terrible I
1: I will say this uh Luana Carolina, I think they brought back to the O2 to kind of give her some sense of redemption because the last time she was there, she uh was on a highlight reel for all the wrong reasons, causing a certain persons to drunkenly run around like an idiot uh so hopefully she can redeem herself here um. I I don't know if she's going to. I'm not necessarily that excited about it, but it is a possibility. So uh, that being said, uh, I have virtually no interest in watching Dan Hardy's wife or Juliana Miller in an octagon. Uh, I would watch either one of them any other time. Uh, Fighting, not too interested. Uh, So I I am going to give round two here to the clown puncher. So... Round three, as we like to do around here. Mr. Puncher, we'll go back to you first. Every weekend, we have a co-main event set to set the table, as it were, for the main event. Generally, they try and make them pretty damn interesting. This weekend is no exception. We have got the long-awaited return of the human highlight reel Justin Gaethje against the Ottoman himself the toughest Hafa in the UFC Rafael Fiziev how do you think this one plays out sir
0: I mean both of their names are really fun to say you know what I'm saying you could use Gaethje like I a... can't you know what I mean or or, like, fizzy you. That's like the oh, fizzy you. I'm going to say if fizzy you don't sleep him early, Gatesy will probably sleep him later on. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's a sleep fest, dude. They better bring like sleeping bags and pillows. They better ask their parents if they can stay tonight because someone's going memes. <laughs> but yeah, that, it depends. If it's if it's early, then I'm going to go with the fizzy butt. Is that like a double answer? I think that's like a double answer. Potentially. That's. Uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to get these areolas, man. I can't figure it out. Like, I look back real quick to see if they're there, but they're not. But, yeah, that's that's my answer, final answer.
1: <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. All right, well, that'll bring us back across the octagon, as it were, over here, Mr. Vinny. This weekend's highly anticipated co-main event, the highlight reel versus the Ottoman Gechi versus Fiziev, two men enter, one man leave. How do you see it playing out, sir?
4: Well, if we're going on records alone and just by their stats a little bit. Gage's got 19 knockouts to Physio's 8. They both like to just knock people out, though, because they only got one sub for wins. I'm not using I'm just saying. I'm using using
2: it.
0: Technical difficulties.
4: Well, I think that Gaethje will, after losing to Oliveira, I think he's going to get it. That's
1: it. Interesting. Interesting indeed, sir. So, what do you think, Golfy?
3: I think either way, this is probably the fight of the night. These two are willing to go to war and beat the hell out of each other. and We know Gaethje is willing to take one to give one and then give even more back. Um, there's a reason why he's called the highlight. I mean, then you got Fiziev, who's right there with him. He's, that's, I think he might not be called the fucking highlight, but man, he's got a lot of them so far. I mean, this fight could go either way. Um, uh, I guess, I, I, I don't know. I really don't. Although, um. I think I'm more in line with Christian because I think the double answer that tells me the clown puncher there isn't kind of sure of what's going to happen in his own mind. He's juggling. Juggling.
1: <laughs> See, I, I agree with Vinny. Uh, this is where we would dock you a point for calling him Christian, though, because that was Vinny's answer. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> I know what I fucking meant. God damn it.
3: I'm, I'm looking at his fucking name in Zoom. That's why I, I knew what the fuck I was
1: doing. <laughs> Sorry, Vinny. My bad. Uh, see? Now you make me feel like an asshole for giving Vinny the point because it seems like I'm giving him the pity point. But I've already got his name written down. I was going to give Vinny the point anyway, even before you called him Christian. Vinny gets the point for round
3: three. <laughs> hey, you ever fuck up live on air? I've done it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so that'll bring us into round four and back across the octagon as it were back over to Vinny to kick things off here the marquee matchup the reason for the season the name they put on the posters and the ugly dudes they make face off in the middle Usman versus Edwards three the trilogy how do you think this one shakes loose back over in London, sir?
4: I've been leaning towards Edwards this whole week. After the press conference, it seems like uh, Usman is either scared or just repressing a lot of anger. So I think that being at home, Edwards is definitely going to maybe not knock him out again, but get a decision when to keep the title.
3: That's a good, solid answer, in my opinion. I like that.
1: Interesting. Interesting indeed, sir. So, that'll throw us back over to Monsieur Clown Pancher. Usman versus Edwards. The trilogy. The runback. Does Leon get his first ruby from the man he took the belt from, or did we fly Marty all the way over to the O2 to have us a good old fashioned American D party in their fucking waters this time? How's it play out?
0: Mm. Let me refer to my notes on this one. Oops, I, didn't do that. I go with Murk. Oh. I think he's going to, I think. Edwards got I know he he knows he got lucky with that kick. So look I did write I did write one thing down here. I wish I could share my screen. So I'm going to say Usman wrestles his belt back. Takes one from America. That's what I'm going to go with. It's only because it's... Where is it at? One more time?
1: You said it's in... It's in London.
0: In jolly old London.
1: Jolly old London indeed. Oh, man. It's, it's,
0: it's Usman all the way. America. Just in case I didn't say it enough. Right now? Murata. <laughs> Final answer.
1: So, I uh, I will definitely say good answer. Uh, completely, clearly impartial based on the, the hat alone. Uh, Golf T, what would you think about that answer?
3: No, I'm impartial when it comes to that. Uh, look, <laughs> I tend to root for the Americans a lot. However, he is the Nigerian nightmare, so i I got to be impartial there.
1: From Nebraska,
3: yeah, exactly. But still, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying if if we're going to split hairs here, we may as well do it correctly. Um, no, one. I loved Vinny's answer because there has been a lot of talk out of tomorrow on the way he's been acting this week. Where that look, he's either bolstering, trying to make himself feel better about this. A situation that he got knocked the fuck out and not nicely he got cleaned like he got cleaned as bad as he cleaned jorge masvidal if not fucking worse yeah so yeah there's a lot of bolstering on that end but on the other side of that leon did get his ass whipped for fucking basically 24 fucking minutes well Not 24 minutes, because the first round he did have to take down and ride him out. I was
1: going to say, he had a couple of good moments in the early round. He had
3: about fucking, let's say 15 minutes of getting his ass whipped in that 25-minute fight, maybe a little more. But still. I think that's more accurate. (laughs) So, I really think tomorrow could take it back. But on the other side, there's always doubt after you get knocked out. And we've never seen him come back from something like that, so it's going to be a first, so. Could go, Finning, could go that, but I'm inclined just to see because of how dominant Usman was, albeit not a fan of Usman. I'm going to say it right now, not a fan. As dominant as he was as champion before he lost that to a head kick, I really think he can take it back and ruin London's night. The O2 will go deftly silent or a ton of fucking booze, one of
1: the two. Right. I agree. I am inclined to agree. Um, I, I'm i also of the opinion that despite that kick being solid as fuck, it was the most Yair Rodriguez kick we have seen in a long fucking time. 459 at the last goddamn second. Hail Mary not intended to do what it fucking did. Still got the results though. So. Uh, hashtag Team America. I I I think Leon is a capable fighter. I don't think he's good enough to beat uh, Usman, though. Um, So we are uh, begrudgingly going to give the point here for round four to the clown puncher. Championship
0: Uh, rounds. That's what we do, Benny.
1: That being said, if you're following along and if you can match... That means we are all tied up and we are taking it into the winner-take-all sudden-death championship round, boys and girls. And as you know, around here, round five has nothing to do with what we are talking about this particular week. So, Mr. Clown Puncher, since it has been the longest since you have appeared on the show here, I will give you the option, heads or tails? <laughs>
0: I'm always a gentleman first. Let's let Vinny pick. I'm a nice guy.
1: Okay, Vinny, how's which your
0: way, tails? Just when I was talking about my lips, he kind of smiled, so I know he likes you. are muted. We have tails. All right.
3: Oh shit! Technical difficulties.
1: Wait, what does it say? It is indeed Tails. Good job, dude. So, Vinny, fails. you get to make the choice. You get to determine the fates here. Would you like to go first or would you like to go second in the final question?
4: Could you, could, <laughs> could you say that again?
1: You determine the fates. Do you want to go first for the final question, or do you want to make Jeff go first and you get to go second?
4: I will go, I will go
1: first. <laughs> Did you use my oh, government name? All right. So <laughs> Penny is electing to take that bullet train head on. So, Mr. Clown Puncher, that means you get to choose the question that you find gentlemen will be dueling to the death over, sir. <laughs> I need a number one through eight. The choice is yours. Choose wisely. No oh, shit.
0: Let me call my lifeline. Hold on. Hello? Oh, you're right here. What number? We're gonna go at number three. All right.
1: Okay number three it is um, this is going to be a good one too I like that choice that was a good one so gentlemen your final question Vinny yours first sir who will be the next double champ don't pay attention to my dirty fingers been a long day you're muted you're muted
4: <clears throat> probably the most likely would most likely the next double champ would probably be Alex Pereira. Interesting. Do you think he's point? going
1: up or down for the next belt?
4: If he moved up a weight class.
1: You're going for that light heavyweight belt next, huh? It'd
4: be easier for him to pack on more weight than than cut more.
1: Definitely. Definitely so interesting interesting alex Pereira, final answer huh
4: that's what yep i don't have another answer.
1: <laughs> hey that's it's not a bad answer at all I, no, I, just, yeah. I respect it i respect it not what i thought he was gonna say but i respect it so you no know, and to be honest though i would just
3: like to see the response from all hib. but where are you at though <laughs> right
2: <laughs>
1: right no shit <sighs> okay so that brings us back across the octagon as it were for the final time of the evening Mr. Clown Puncher it comes down to you sir who is going to be the next double champ that's why Um, let's see is is there a Nunez fight coming up I don't think she has anything booked at the moment no
0: Let's see. Hmm. i say the next double champ is going to be me. I'm going to take my belt back from golf tee, and then I'm going to come after meter and take him too, and that'll be double champ. So that's who I'm going to go with. And that's a long shot, but I have faith. And a cat. (laughs) Cat
1: ass. (laughs) Well, where are you at,
2: though?
1: (laughs) Where are you at? I'm
0: always here. That's what she said. That's (laughs) what she said.
2: (laughs) That's that's what I'm thinking about. Like right now, could you imagine if they fought? Like I like Jamal as a fighter, but if Alex Pereira fought him right now, he's whooping his ass.
1: it would definitely be a lot more interesting than a lot of potential matchups they've got lined up right now. That's for so, like, sure. Let
2: me throw all that out there. I just feel like that's the most interesting shit, man. You think about it, really. Is Pereira would win the championship and be double champ? Fucking Maine Sterling's not beating Volkanovski. Volk's not going to get the rematch right now. Maybe Zhang Wei Lee. That's another good one. Since since Clown Puncher told you know chooses himself you know a little egotistical there, but you know, <laughs>
4: let's,
2: let's throw a woman out there, a double champion woman again. Now that Alexa Grasso the flyweight champion, if fucking Jing Wei Lee wanted to go up weight class or something like that, I felt like she could beat Valentina, but you know yeah, now everything is so, waiting.
1: I'm, I'm going to put it like this. Uh, I've said it before many times, and I'm sure I will say it many more times before my time is through. I'm a petty bitch, and I hold no bones about it. Uh, I am awarding the winning point for the round and the match to Vinny. And I'll tell you why. Because the clown puncher said that he is going to take two weight classes by defeating <laughs> Golf T and I and that really feels like he's calling me fat and it hurt my feelers just a little bit so that gets you <laughs> Dr. Plant, You son of a,
2: bitch, of a bitch.
1: But I did yeah. show
2: my ass. I mean,
1: I, I hope I, I okay. I know. I get it, but I I do have to say, Pereira completely fucking caught me off guard. It was not even on my fucking list of names. I anticipated to potentially come out of Vinny's mouth. So absolutely, credit where credit is fucking due. Props for fucking throwing out a round five that fucking snagged one down. So absolutely, Vinny, your first solo outing was a fucking glorious success. You take home the W. Congratulations, sir.
0: Good job, Vinny.
1: Um, Thanks both of you gentlemen for taking your time this evening to take place in the pit. We appreciate both of you. Goddamn- By the way, clown Puncher,
3: <laughs> that pushes you down in the rankings. You're going to have to wait to call us out now.
4: <laughs>
3: That's
0: all right. <laughs> I got to cut weight anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, kids these days. <laughs> Uh, no, thank you. Thank you to both of you gentlemen, though. I, I do appreciate both of you taking the time out this evening to come make the pit as awesome as that was. That being said, uh, that is all we have got for this particular evening. If you like what we get up to around here every Thursday night that there is an event over the weekend, 930 ish Central Standard Time. YouTube.com slash I'm no joe. We are here doing the damn thing live in video format. The following week over on anchor.fm slash I'm no joe, the all audio format drops. For your podcast consumption platform of choice in the process of spotify taking it over and going everywhere it's weird i don't know uh that being said if you want to help out and support what we get up to around here patreon.com slash i'm no joe is the best way to do it for as little as one dollar a month you get your name at the end of every broadcast we do on this channel as a thank you and access to unaired and literally unairable content things that we legally have to put behind a paywall that requires you to verify you are over 18 and a consenting adult it's crazy i'm telling you that being said on the other hand if you don't like what we get up to around here first and foremost what the fuck are you doing this deep into a podcast you didn't enjoy give For us a real? thumbs down and then go fuck yourself we won't even dispute it that being said just when you think it's over It's not over. Just because we're done here doesn't mean it's the end. Tomorrow and just about every Friday morning, first thing ready for you with your morning coffee, Spreaker.com slash Slow Bacon Contemplate. Those boys right over there have their own podcast for all your consumption and enjoyment socials as well. And all of their links down below in the description. Don't forget to check them boys out.
2: And then the shit continues on every fucking Wednesday. Make sure you check out the brother Golf Team Vapes. Follow him on his socials. And every Wednesday night around the same time, 9 fucking 30, he got the fogged up fairway. Tune in to fucking check out some recipes. Just vape along. Just chill and have a good time. Show the brothers some love.
3: Thanks, sir. Wow, again, congratulations to Benny tonight. After you're done checking out that uh, Slow Back and and Contemplate podcast, and you want to find out more of what the meter does, you can go right down below. There's a link. It's actually Linktree slash The Meter Does Many Things. If you click on it, it will take you to the places of all the things that the meter does. So, again, just go down, click below, Linktree slash The Meter Does Many Things.
1: Bam. And you got it. Content for days. Need to another one with no even. And Maybe don't forget myself after last week. Don't forget, there is also clown punching love down there all of his links are down there to go check out as well you can't miss out on all that goodness that son of a bitch throws out there but that being said that is all we have got for this particular episode thank you to everyone who tunes in whether you're catching this live or you're looking at it on the replay we appreciate you just the same that is all we've got for this particular episode so remember boys and girls until next time don't let ignorance stop you you can root for anything Unless it's a train making it through Ohio without incident at this fucking point. Or clowns. Fuck those clowns.
3: How do I?